Katie Fowler. And I'm Big Al Hammond. And we want to welcome you to the May 2023 episode of In the Distance Oblivious Playlist Podcast. Every month, we pick 11 songs of pretty much any genre or any time period that we put into a changing Spotify playlist. This podcast is an actual recording of the odd and ritual-filled ceremony we go through each month to select those songs. Our podcast is never intended to be super professional. It's really unscripted. Just two random people sitting around talking about music and why we often like, but sometimes dislike, each other's music taste. For background about the ceremony, the history of the playlist, and to hear comments about a few former playlist favorites, we recommend listening to our intro episode if you haven't done that already. If you like the kind of music we've been listening to, please enjoy our finished and ordered playlist by searching for In the Distance Oblivious on Spotify. If you have questions or comments, please get in touch by email at music at itdo.name. Welcome once again to the In the Distance Oblivious podcast for May 2023. Here as always are the lovely Phoebe Fowler and I'm Big Al Hammond. We're on the road again this month. We're coming to you from Studio 54, aka campsite number 54 in Pocahontas State Park outside of lovely Richmond, Virginia. We apologize in advance for any background noises from various woodland creatures, drunken campers, cars going by, etc. We are without our ritualistic headdresses, wigs, and the flaming torches of Darnell. A slightly nasty Coleman stove is filling in for the ceremonial ceramic cord. But we do always have the rattle of ovulation to precede each song, the chicken of feats to commemorate the decantation of bourbon, the chime of Thelonious, to mark our correct picks, the Bieberator, to mark whatever the Bieberator seems appropriate, and of course, Frank, the primate of all-star supremacy. As always, we come in having submitted 10 songs to each other. You can find the links to those submissions in our show notes. But now we're going to take turns narrowing those 20 songs down, first to 10, and then to 11 songs that will actually become the finished playlist. Phoebe's going to start off the ceremony first by picking one of my songs. I love this song. Yay, I like it too. Yeah. Yeah, so this is Morgan Stapleton, uh, the wife and, and co-conspirator with guitarist and country artist Chris Stapleton doing the old classic, You Are My Sunshine. I never heard this song done like this before. It's so good. And like, one thing I love about this song so much is you hear it as a kid song almost, that it's like this cute little jingle. Yeah. And it's often performed that way, but it is sometimes performed darkly. And I love that. And This is kind of a perfect example of that, I think. Oh yeah. I mean, partly her voice and her delivery, but also his, Chris Stapleton-ness oh, yeah. brings it out, I think. And it's the last verse where she talks about if you ever love another, you know, that... that it feels like yeah. a completely different oh, song, yeah. right? And it's, it's an interesting thing, too, I think, talking about covers in general, 
it's great to it's great to have a song that everybody recognizes, <laughs> but then turn it into something yes. that people aren't quite used to. We have and a few is, artists in this playlist that that do that really well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I, I distinctly remember being in fifth grade band and having my little workbook that would <laughs> yeah. and and learning "You Are My Sunshine" on the clarinet. Oh, really? And it was like this cute <laughs> little kid song, right? Right. And this this, this is no longer this, that song. This, this ain't no kid song. The song grew right? up a little bit. Right. Yeah. The, other, the other thing I'll say about this song that I love so much is his fucking guitar. This guitar solo yes. is like... <laughs> that deserves a pig dress for that. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I, I, I like the song anyway, but hearing that guitar solo. Yeah, so Chris uh, Chris and Morgan met in 2003. They All were right. married uh, four years later in 2007. Uh, in addition to being a singer with a kick-ass voice... She's a very accomplished songwriter. She collaborated with Guy Clark. She wrote a number one hit for Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Do you know what hit that was? Ooh. Right? Uh, yeah, you should not ask me that. Cause, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll look that up later. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm interested to find out what that one is. But she, she seems like an interesting character, mm -hmm. as does he. Uh, I, I think there's something of a Nashville power couple. Oh, that, yeah. I, I yeah. would say so. Yeah. Especially after hearing this. Can mm -hmm. you imagine hearing this live? Another thing I'll say up front is that I look for, before we record this, I usually go through and look for videos. Mm -hmm. um, and I figured with covers, there are not going to be that many videos. It's harder of, to find. Of, so there's 20 songs. Mm -hmm. I've got 17 videos. Whoa. Right? And they're not all amazing. <laughs> That's pretty good. And there's also an 18th <laughs> that... Whether the song gets in or not, I don't know. But there's this, there's an 18th that you just gotta see. And maybe it should be on the website, regardless. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, I think the next thing is for me to pick one of yours. Correct. This will be very telling. So this is Phoebe Bridgers. You missed my heart. Originally done by. Mark Kozilek. Yeah. Oh my God, I am so happy you picked this song. It's so beautiful. Isn't it? Listeners, in case you don't know, we have two Phoebe Bridgers songs, as well as some other duplicates, um, in this playlist. And I loved both of these. I think both, both these Phoebe Bridgers songs are so lovely. And I went back and forth as to which one I liked the best. Mm -hmm. but I did too. Yeah. Have you heard the original? I did. I hadn't before oh. this. Isn't it and I was surprised though? by it. And it, in some ways, it sounds like, it sounds like his lyrics more than it sounds like his song yes. to me. Right? Yeah, I'd agree. Listening to his version and then coming back and listening to Phoebe Bridger's version. I'd almost believe that she wrote this. Mm -hmm. It just feels definitely very personal in, in her dark sort of I think she's really good at way. doing covers in ways that make them feel mm -hmm. very intimate and like they came from her heart, yeah. you know? And we've talked about her before. That we have. We, we like her <laughs> a lot, and we like her voice, and we like her presence, and we like her lyrics. We don't always love her songs, her I songs. think I like her songs more than you do. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I may be more of a fan than you are, but Maybe. she does something with covers that just... Yeah. She does something with covers, and she also does something when she collaborates with others. Yes. You know? Yeah, like we've heard. Did she genius. collaborate with um, 
Andrew Bird too. She was in the. Yeah. She was in the. I think this is her third. Yeah, it's her third appearance in the playlist. Once yes. with Andrew Bird. Yes, it is. Once with Boy Genius. Yep. And then this. I think that one deserves a uh, maybe some of Frank going on. In Thank there. you, Frank. <laughs> Thank you. No, this is a beautiful song. I love it. Definitely. After about the fourth time I listened to this song, <laughs> I went back to Mark Kozlik's and just read the lyrics. Yeah. The lyrics are so amazing. Yeah. His lyrics are always so smart and thoughtful and dark and and ultimately a great vehicle for her. Yeah, in that definitely. Regard. She does right. that well. Mm-hmm. So that was number two. That was me picking one of yours. Correct. Now I think for number three, you pick one of your own. Yes, one of my only two songs I can pick. Yes. So this is Cat Power's cover of the Rolling Stones, You Got the Silver. She released this pretty recently in 2022. Of course, the original, as we know, came out several decades ago. Do you remember, like this was like late 60s or early 70s Stones, do you remember? 1969 let it bleed uh-huh i love this song so much <laughs> i didn't i did not know this song really i i had probably heard it but i didn't remember it yeah oh the original yeah i think it's like one of those especially like looking at that album and it's a keith song right yeah it is but I, it's definitely one of those that slips under the radar yeah, i think yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to everything else on there and of course the whole collection I feel like I, I, I didn't know this song and I looked it up and I feel like I read, and you may know, I think I read that it was the first song that the Rolling Stones recorded that Keith did all the lead vocals on. Oh, really? Yeah. And I he didn't, didn't know that. He didn't sing on a lot of Stones songs. Yeah, I went back and listened to the original and... What did you think? <laughs> you know, one, th one thing that struck me, and I'm not a student of the Rolling Stones necessarily, mm -hmm. but it didn't sound like Keith Richards. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I've heard him sing on other Stones records and he had kind of has this high kind of screechy right. voice. It's different. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he sounds like he actually can almost sing mm -hmm. on the original this. Kind of makes you wonder what changed. I, I think probably heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some other stuff too, right, you know. Right, right. But like going back, this is why I love doing recovers at all but especially doing this playlist going back listening to the original uh, song by the rolling stones made me remember how much i loved the rolling stones yeah, yeah. growing up and yeah. how much i still love them yeah yeah kind of just basically want to go back and listen to all their stuff again i totally agree yeah and she has such a way of her delivery but the mood she it's it's you really just transported somewhere she's she she's sings. a great cover person yeah she's amazing and she, sort of like Phoebe Bridgers, sort of brings her own take to songs that, you know, already Definitely. exist. Anyway, thank you, Cat Power. Thank you, Phoebe. It had to happen. I knew it was going to happen. It had to happen. Yeah. There was... Anytime you see her name in there. There wasn't any doubt. <laughs> well, her name was in here twice. True. She had to get in here. So if she was in there twice, she definitely was going to get in. More than likely. <laughs> so this is Angie McMahon's cover of Bruce Springsteen's The River from her, I don't know if it was an LP or an EP, uh, 2020 Piano Salt, which was her sort of, she had a, uh, 
uh, LP come out a year or two before that called Salt. Yes. Which was primarily electric. And then yep. she re reworked some of those songs and added some other songs. This she included did. that were sort of quieter piano arrangements of some of those same songs and some new songs. I always love Bruce Springsteen's original version of this. It's Bruce kind of at his best sort of dark, mm -hmm. self-aware, darkness of America mm -hmm. kind of self. Um, such sadness, such like resignation. Um, so right up your alley then. Pretty much. <laughs> and we've talked before about phrasing rock and roll singers, singers in general, phrasing and how it's often the best lines that a singer will pull back on mm -hmm. and I love in this how she does that it's like you hit you hit a line that sounds like it's important hard yes and then you pull back yeah. and the line you pull back on is actually the line that's really important and like she pushes the line about those memories come back to haunt me but then like the real line is, is a dream a lie if it don't come true or is it something worse? Like to me, that's like, yeah. that's the most beautiful, that's one of the most beautiful lines Springsteen ever wrote. I just think that's so. And then like she, she follows it up even more like when the line, it doesn't end there but goes back right into the chorus or is it something worse that sends me down to the river? You know, it's yeah. like, it's so beautiful. She's it, also quickly becoming one of those artists that just completely reinvents covers. Yeah, yeah. This is her fourth cover in the playlist. It is her fourth cover. And and this is the record. This is six. Six for her. This is six wow. appearances. Man, she covered Tom five. Waits. Yeah. She covered the other Australian band who I can't remember. The the female duo. Uh, Tea, Milk and Honey. Oh. That's a cover. Yeah. She covered uh, Helpless. She did. <laughs> and then she covered this. And then two of her own songs. So what made you pick this over the other Angie McMahon song in the playlist? I don't like the other song. <laughs> so it's simple as that, folks. Right, right. He hates the other song. I, I don't like the song. And I really, I'm sorry, Angie, I don't like that version. Really? I, don't, I, don't I actually like that. I don't think it's, I found a video of the other, of the, uh, of the, of the, Total Eclipse of the Heart song, uh, of course, which is did. the other song, listeners. That's the other song, the other cover she did that that Phoebe had submitted. Uh, that's just her playing live mm -hmm. with a guitar. It kicks it. It's good. Oh, I don't like the studio version at all, mm -hmm. but I, her live version, just playing the guitar, right. is pretty beautiful. Nice. Is it, don't you love that song though? I thought you said that was one song that you actually really liked that you embarrassed that you liked it. Are you like asking for like some sort of abuse? Like, no. I hate that song. <laughs> Lies. I, I specifically remember you saying that there was, you couldn't figure it out, but there was something about the song that made you like that song. There's nothing I like about that song. All right, so Al has apparently forgotten a whole conversation. <laughs> I you think, were you were severely drunk at the time, so. Oh, I I know I know I totally remember our <laughs> our personal connection to that song, <laughs> that we won't go into with our listeners. We Phoebe and I have a personal connection to that song, which is embarrassing in just a whole bunch of ways. <laughs> but no, I I don't like the song. All right. Yeah. 
So I'll, I'm going to pick it for... <laughs> no, you can't because... <laughs> That's going to be your new pancake. You can't pick it because I picked this. <laughs> I can't pick it now, but I could pick it another time. You can. You can resubmit <laughs> it. So that was number four. four. Now you're so going we're... to pick one of mine? Yes, I am. By the sound of that, you're getting very lucky today. You made a good choice, baby. Yeah. Man. This is Danielle Ponder covering Radiohead's Creep. Recorded or released in 2020. I think this was just a single. Yes. I'm pretty sure it was a single. I've tried getting you into Danielle Ponder before. You did? I submitted her to the playlist and you would not pick her. What song was it? I don't remember. But it was really good. Daniel Ponder's LP, most recent, and I think only, is titled Some of Us Are Brave. The title comes from an influential feminist anthology from 1982. Addresses the lack of representation of black women in feminist and black studies. The, the title refers to the quote, all the, women are, all the women are white, all the blacks are men, but some of us are brave. <laughs> which I just think is so beautiful. The anthology has essays touching on topics ranging from racism to Mm -hmm. prison reform. I have a quote from Danielle Ponder, which I think you'll appreciate. To me, there's an implication that there's no choosing to be brave, right? That's what I say in the song. Ain't no choice but to be brave. It's the fact that we exist in this intersection that makes us brave. The fact that we have to live in this world as both black and as woman. If you do nothing else but wake up and breathe, holding those two identities and walking in this world is bravery. You're right. I like that quote. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard Creep covered so many times by everybody under the sun i've never heard it like this in my and life. it's it's frankly overdone by radiohead it's yeah. over covered by everybody yep. on the planet and this is this, just yeah this, this is, is just amazing heartbreakingly beautiful yeah it was obviously going to get in i'm glad I'm <laughs> you glad. should have led with this <laughs> i i thought you would like it yes uh how can you not like it but you never know had you heard this before no i have really? not heard this cover Man. nope this is a happy surprise for me. But it's like she just, she has such amazing power, mm-hmm. but the control of her voice yeah. and range yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. There's such control. Yeah. And the phrasing of it, like the, the emotion of it, it just, honestly just makes you want to cry. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. It's and, totally relatable. And when I show you the video, yeah? I bet you'll cry. Oh my God. I think and, this, this song deserves a happy. I totally agree. I think the video is an actual recording of this actual take. It it looks exact. It sounds exactly the same. We need to watch it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> and and listeners, you should watch it as well. It's it's pretty powerful. There's definitely drama and intensity, and that's exactly what the song is. But it doesn't feel overdone here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it feels genuine. It's genuine, and there's also subtlety in it, yeah. too. It's yeah. like anybody can sing loud, but can you sing loud and still sing subtle? And still sing loud, sing subtly, and also have that raw emotion behind it and still be controlled. 
Yeah. It's pretty good. All right. So that was number five, was it? Yes. And you will be picking one of my songs. I will. So this is Everything is Free by Flock of Dimes and Sylvan Esso. Sylvan Esso has previously been in the playlist once. I think as Sylvan Esso only once, but she, and I've forgotten her name, has been in the playlist multitudes of times with various other incarnations, right? She's in Mountain Man, she's in... She's in another group, I believe. The A's? Is she in the the A's? A's? I think... I don't know. We, yeah. we need to look that up yep. for later. Yeah. But I am a growing fan of Sylvanesso, definitely. I think you like Sylvanesso more than I do, but I love this. And this is a cover by Gillian Welch. Correct. Fantastic song. Love that song. But I, I want to know why you picked this song. You know, I will admit the first time I heard, when you first sent me these songs, the first time mm-hmm. I heard this song, I wasn't crazy about it because I feel like it wasn't different enough Mm -hmm. and I'm also a little bit in love with the Father John Misty cover Uh of this same song I'd forgotten that he covered it yeah and really Mm -hmm. well and really thoughtfully and I feel like his cover suits the song very nicely I fully admit Mm -hmm. the video of this made me like the song I have not seen the video yeah Yeah. (laughs) do you know if this was a Spotify single thing I think this is a Spotify single. And I think they recorded, I think they did a video of them actually. Oh, okay. I think, I think it's Spotify another live single. version of right. what we're actually hearing. Another video version of what we're actually hearing. Uh, and she has this little box that she turns up that that, that whirring. I need to see this video. <laughs> also, the delivery is entirely different. Yeah. It sounds like on first listen, you think it doesn't sound different from the original but it kind of is <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely and there's something about the way the voices the harmonies bend mm-hmm. that's very fits the song very well it I does think. this is why i love cover songs yeah and yeah i'm I glad agree. that we did this covers playlist i think that one deserves a Ooh. oh more chicken and more feeds. bourbon more bourbon thank you I hope the listener was able to hear the the popping of the of the four roses cork there. That's one of my favorite things about drinking bourbon is that nice satisfying pop. Cheers, Phoebe. Cheers. This is Madison Cunningham covering Rufus Wainwright. The song is Poses. She released it in 2021 but this is from i believe his first album title poses i knew it was that he released in 2001 i have said this before and i'll say it again i can't get enough of rufus wainwright and madison cunningham so it's a win-win i think you can't get enough of either one (laughs) yeah right i'm definitely a fan of both of them yeah i know you are i'm a slightly less fan of both of them than you are but i have a great appreciation for both yes yeah she's also somebody that I don't know if you've um, listened to other stuff, but does covers really well. She does, yeah. yeah. And has also collaborated with lots of people. She has. Very beautifully. I believe she 
recently collaborated with Angie Bird too, which. And if you didn't know this was a Rufus Wainwright song, if you know anything about Rufus Wainwright, it, this sounds exactly like a Rufus Wainwright song. Doesn't like, it? I think my only complaint about this song is that it's not different enough than the original. Like really? Her, his was piano and this is guitar, but it's still like... It feels entirely different to me. Oh, really? Yeah, it does. Oh, I don't know. I, the phrasing is different. Like, her scaling back of some of it is different. Maybe the problem for me is like, it's so clear this is a Rufus Wainwright <laughs> song, right? Like, you can't listen to this and not know she is Rufus and Rufus is her. Mm -hmm. He also does really interesting chord progressions mm -hmm. that are that feel like he invented them. Yeah. Like they totally work. They yep. totally make sense. But you don't that's what I mean by this sounds like a Rufus mm -hmm. song. Like nobody else writes chord progressions quite like this to me. It's not an easy man to cover. Yeah. I think. But I think she does it really well. I think I love yeah. yeah, this is really beautiful. This was one of my favorites of your playlist. Oh? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nice, very nice. Have you listened to any of her recent songs? Uh, you know, I find her stuff once in a while, and I like it. I like some of it more than others, mm -hmm. um, but not a lot. I really like some of her new stuff. Do you? Yeah, there's a song in particular um, from her, I believe her latest album, Revealer, mm -hmm. that she released last year in uh, 2022, Life According to Rachel. Uh-huh. And I believe it's about her grandmother and her passing. And she wrote the song about it. And it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, you should listen to it. But she also has covered, I won't say everybody, but just about. She's covered Jeff Buckley a few times. Mm -hmm. She did this really good cover. I believe I showed you the video of Nick Drake. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, I like some of her originals, but mm -hmm. I almost like her better covering other people. I, I think so too, mm -hmm. yeah. Although her latest album is, I would say, is pretty good. Uh, Famous last next, words. I'm supposed to pick one of my songs. Is that right? Yes. Here we go. I'm sorry I had to do it. I just had to do it. I couldn't stop myself. There's no there's no way oh I could not have this. Ladies and gentlemen, are we not men? We are Devo. <laughs> From nineteen seventy eight. This is the famous, famous cover of I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Akron band Devo. And it's about as covery of a cover as you can get. It's 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 <laughs> The video for this. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the actual music video? No, I have not seen it. Be prepared to be creeped out. Uh, see, this is what I don't, I don't go searching for it, and it doesn't go searching for me with these music videos. So to my surprise, I actually really like that cover, and I like that song, and I couldn't help but like I was dancing to it myself. I know. Right? Yeah, it's kind of infectious. <laughs> it is, and it's it's. It's not catchy, but it feels like a catchy song that you can't help but want to move to. It sticks in your head in a weird way that the that the original almost doesn't. Yeah. Right? It was definitely stuck in my head. That's one of the songs I told you that was stuck in my head for like the past three days. And it's, you know, everyone has heard the original so many times that mm -hmm. you're kind of sick of it. Yeah. And listeners, there were two versions of I Can't Get No Satisfaction, both submitted by me. 
uh, in this. This and the Cat Power. Did you like this one better than the Cat Power, or did you like? I think they both had their merits, or I wouldn't have. Yeah, this is so different that it's hard to say I like one over the other. And initially, I would have said I like the Cat Power more, but. But then you start listening to this. Yeah, it, I, it it does not get out of your head, and like. You enjoy it, but you wonder, do I really, do I like this? Yeah. <laughs> You're almost surprised by it a little. It also speaks to the song in that, like, it's a different decade and a half, mm -hmm. but it's kind of the same emotion. Yeah. That, I mean, the Stones yeah, did this and that? it was, it was anthemic, you right. know, like it like spoke to a whole generation. And then in the punk era, you get these weird kids from Akron yeah. kind of saying the same thing with a completely different vocabulary, right? But I think that uh, that song deserves a... In the best way. In I the think best Devo way. would appreciate yes. that. Yes, thank you, Beaverator. This is the second appearance in the playlist by Stanton, Virginia's rock and roll gods, the Fendels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a young person in my 20s, I lived in Stanton, Virginia for a long time. And when I lived in Stanton, even bigger than the Findells were the grand shadow of the Statler Brothers. This was maybe the breakthrough song, I think back in the 60s, mm -hmm. that the Statler Brothers did. And it was written by a man named Lee DeWitt, who was their tenor and guitar player and early guiding light. The Statler brothers were still together then. They put on a, a famous 4th of July celebration every year called Happy Birthday USA in Stanton's <laughs> Gypsy Hill Park that was free to the public. No admission charge. The Statler brothers performed. Very nice. And they had people literally all day long. They yeah. had bands show up. I bet. You know, some local bands, mostly country, but all kinds of people. But this had been their hit. And when I said earlier that there was an extra... There's not a, this, there is not a video of the Findales mm -hmm. performing this. There is, however, a wonderful vintage video of the Statler Brothers. Very nice. That I think you will, I think you will. Think I'll appreciate. I think you will smile. <laughs> you also have a personal connection to the Findales. I do. Uh, I've known, I've known the Findales for forever. Uh, and you and I went to see the Findales just recently. We uh, sure did. In Stanton, they're still playing together. They're old men and a woman, and they're wonderful. And if you yep. ever get a chance to see the Fendels, do not hesitate. They are wonderful to see. They're wonderful to party to with. To. They're wonderful, it's wonderful the to dance to. We had so much fun. Yeah, uh, they were in the playlist once before. Yes, they were. Uh, what was the song they were in before? Ooh, uh, that is a great question. Vinyl Girl. Yes. Yes. Correct. And I'm not sure if you've noticed the theme. My submissions to you, two Springsteens, two Stones, two Radioheads, two John Primes, <laughs> and two country songs. But the other, the other tie-in was that the Statler Brothers' other big hit was called Do You Know You Are My Sunshine. Oh. Do you know you are my sunshine? Are we listening to this later? Sure. <laughs> Listeners, uh, Al made a face at that, so make of that what you will. So I think but we're moving on to. I think we're moving on to the last. The pick. final pick of our May 2023 covers playlist. 
So this is Courtney Marie Andrew covering Bob Dylan to Ramona. She released this in, I believe, 2021 as a single. And she's previously done a few cover songs. She has. Yeah. And she writes some wonderful originals she as well. She does. I love her voice. I love her delivery in this her song. Her voice is just angelic. It really is. Why did you pick this one? When you first sent me these 10 songs, this mm -hmm. was by far my favorite song. Oh, really? It did slip. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I had trouble picking a favorite of yours. It mm -hmm. might have been the Madison Cunningham cover. Um, and that surprises me. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I love this. And I, her voice is so beautiful. And her voice... I feel like her voice fits the song nicely. Yes. It's a it's a strange song. It's it very is. dark yeah. and kind of negative, but I love how her lilting little voice. And she sounds like a little songbird. Yes, singing really sort of negative things. Yeah. 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 Which which sort of works for in. me. Yeah, you know, it does. It's sort of like part of like that sort of songbird like sound kind of reminds me of Joni Mitchell. I can see why you say that. Yeah. They have a similar range. Mm -hmm. A similar range, but it's also, at times, it's a mood. I don't know. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Something I can't quite put my finger on that she reminds me of her in that way, in a good way. That one Courtney Murray Andrews song that was in our playlist early on, If I Told, is that the name if of I it? If I Told, yes. That that continues to be one of my favorite songs that's ever yeah. been in our playlist. I think that's And so also one of her best songs that yeah, she's ever done. Yeah, I think done. that's so beautiful. Yeah. As is this. Do you know the original? Yeah. Yeah. I love the original too. And it's it's similar to this but completely mm -hmm. different. Like it's not that different instrumentally, it's not that different even phrasing-wise, but it's like his version is yeah, so... Yeah, yet it sounds completely different. So <laughs> dark and biting and hers is Biting, she but, sounds but, like sort of like hopeful almost. Yeah. She has that quality. Yeah. It's a great paradox between the mood of the lyrics and the mood of her delivery of the lyrics. Yeah. That I think kind of makes it more interesting. I think at this point we're done with our ten picks. So at this point, we've picked 10 songs and we're going to compare our ballots. That we marked before the ceremony began. To see how we did. Player number one who rotates each month, who in this case was Phoebe. Will ring the chime of Thelonious, the number of rings corresponding to my correct number of picks. Then player number two, who in this case is Big Al. Will ring the chime in the same manner. Whoever has the most correct votes will then pick two songs. Either songs that didn't get picked already from this playlist or any cover song that they want. And the loser in the voting will select one of those two songs for the final pick. In case of a tie. Which happens often. We have a tiebreaker. We call this the possession arrow. Whoever holds the possession arrow is thereby pronounced the winner. And therefore the Lord Protector of Frank also known as the primate of all-star supremacy for the following month so as player number one 
I'm up with the chime this month. Go, Phoebe. Are you done? I'm done. I only counted six, Phoebe. I feel like you're trying to say something. <laughs> that would be correct. I think it's my turn to ring now. It is your turn to ring. Here. I'm curious to see what happens. Here we go. Nine. I got nine. Congratulations. Thank you. I was very happy. Well I was very happy. Yes. I was eight for eight. Man. Oh, was that the last one that did you? You, you did me with the fin Oh, I did? Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I'm happy. I, I have a feeling that I would have, uh, you would have gotten nine if I had done the fin or another pick. Mm -hmm. But we will see. We, we, will, we will discuss <laughs> that later. month's playlist and as the newly again crowned Lord Protector of Frank the two songs that I'm selecting for Phoebe to pick are The Tourist by Sarah Jarose and Mexican Home covered by Jeffrey Foucault so Phoebe which are you going to pick This is such a sweet version of this song. Jeffrey Foucault covering John Prine's Mexican Home from his cover LP of nothing but John Prine covers. Shoot the Moon Right Between the Eyes came out in 2009. We've had another song from this album in the playlist. We have. I forgot about Was that. Was it Far From Me? Far From Me. Yeah. yeah. Very early in the playlist. Mm -hmm. So he's been in the playlist then. Five times. Five times. <laughs> three, three times on his own. Mm -hmm. Two covers, one original. Nice. And then twice with Redbird. I distinctly remember the original of this, the the John Prine original of this. Not even the same song, is it? It's really kind of not. Yeah, it's uh, completely different. I listened to it a few times, and I was like, is is it really the yeah, same song? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a fun song. It's a it's a fun little, almost a little rock and roll song. Yeah, and it's. Listening to him sing this, the lyrics, it doesn't sound like that's how it should sound almost, right? Yeah. I remember hearing this song and like in my in my late teens, early twenties, mm -hmm. I taught myself how to play guitar. And this is a great song to play on the guitar when you don't know how to play the guitar. <laughs> John Prine plays pretty much everything in three chords mm -hmm. and this is just G chord, C chord, D chord. It's like super easy. And it's dun 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 dun. <laughs> It was an easy song for Stupid Al to learn how to play on the guitar, right? Mm -hmm. 
it's also like incredibly beautiful and yeah. sad and yeah. sort of like longing in a way that he does really well. Yeah. Man. His voice, his voice suits that mood. So one of the reasons why I picked this song mm -hmm. over the Sarah DeRose right. is because we already have one Radiohead song in the playlist, Creep. And it, it neither one sounds like it. Uh, it sounds like it's a Radiohead song, right? No. Which is the mark <laughs> of a, which is the mark of a fun cover. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Again, like we love covers so much because they're interesting, but it's also you take an existing song. You break it down to nothing, build yes. it up into something, and ideally that something can be so totally different. Yes. And the second reason is, of course, because this is so different yeah. from the original that yeah. it's just, it's worth... And it sort of says something that. that the original didn't say. Yeah, it does. The lyrics in the original were beautiful, but it didn't, that beauty didn't really come across in the original right. the way this does. And of course, Jeffrey Foucault has a, has a great way of doing that. He does. This is why we need more cover songs. We do. More say. good cover songs. Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. And I believe the chicken will speak to that as well. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Phoebe, we made a good playlist. We sure did. I couldn't have done it without you. Likewise. For listening. Both our Spotify playlists and our little podcast are updated and released around the first of each month. This month brought to you from the beautiful Pocahontas State Park outside of Richmond, Virginia. If you enjoy our podcast, please both subscribe and leave us a review whatever wherever you find your podcasts. Reviews are a super helpful way for people who make podcasts to find new listeners. And please tell your friends. Nothing's better than good people talking to good people about music. And if you want to hear the music that we're talking about, please subscribe and listen to our finished ordered playlist on Spotify by searching for In the Distance Oblivious. And visit our podcast home on the internet at itdo.name, where you can find links to all our playlist fun, as well as any videos and a lot of the songs that we're talking about. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to drop us an email at music at itdo.name. Thanks to Four Roses Small Batch Bourbon for helping recording this month. Thanks to AndrewHersey.com for artistic and other inspirations. Our theme music is from Red Eye by Ease Jamie Jams. Accordion music is by Andrew Huang. And other background music is always credited in our show notes. Thanks to A Bucket Full of Firewood for seven bucks. Thanks for, to Vivian for safe travels. Thanks to Pileated Woodpeckers. Thanks to our slowly deflating air mattress, and thanks, Joe, and thanks, Frank. Please keep listening and tell your friends. Bye.